Welcome to the 5 Minutes to Health podcast with Dr. J. Scott Reese. I'm John Block, your host, as we join Dr. Reese to discuss another important topic affecting the health of you and your family. Thanks for joining us. And Dr. Scott's Thanksgiving is upon us, and uh, I'm excited. Time for family and mm, food. (laughs) Here's a few tips I have. Planning ahead. This is where most people crash and burn. Why? Because they think, well, I'm just going to rely on my willpower this year. I'm just going to limit myself, be careful. And guess what? It's not going to work. Why? Because our willpower wilts every time. And then we get into the situation and we sort of revert back to our default mode. And then boom, it happens again and again and again. And we overeat and wish we hadn't. So planning ahead is really the key here. And it's kind of like, you know, if we're relying on our willpower, it's like a gas tank. It starts out really good and full, but then as we get into it, we're burning that gas up and we've been waiting for this meal all day long. And by that time, our willpower tank is near empty and we crash and burn. So what I like to say is don't trust yourself, prepare yourself, prepare yourself with a plan of what you're going to eat, how much, when, who's going to be around you, helping, keeping accountable. So planning ahead, I think, is the underlying theme. Second tip is this. Discuss your needs with your host ahead of time. What I hear a lot from people is, well, listen, I don't want to offend our host who's made all this food. Well, let's let's sort of play a little sample conversation for that. You know, what's maybe the most challenging situation? Let's say you're going over to the in-laws house, right? And you really want to, you know, have everything go well and go smoothly. And and so have a talk maybe with your mother-in-law. Let's just use that for example. And just say, hey, mom, you know, you're such a great cook. I'm so looking forward to Thanksgiving meal at your house. Right. And uh, let them get talking a little bit. You say something like that. They're surely going to talk about what they're planning on making and everything else. Then follow that little comment up with this. Uh, Mom, if there was one thing you wanted to be sure I didn't miss at this year's Thanksgiving meal, what would it be? Let her answer. And then just go on and share this. Well, you know, here's why I'm asking. Mom, I really need your help. I have been or I am or I'm planning, whatever the case may be, to make some serious changes to eating for my own health. And I'd really like to ask for your help in this. And then you say, have a conversation about what your specific plans were because you've sort of made some plans now. And so first of all, you've complimented them or cooking. You've asked them what's the most important thing. And now you said, listen, I need your help. Most of the time, you're going to get a very favorable response and understanding if that's done ahead of time. So discuss this with your host ahead of time, and they'll probably be very, very supportive. Next tip is this. You know, know what your goals are. Keep those goals realistic, right? Set yourself up for success, not failure. If you're just starting some of these major dietary changes, which is great, okay, right? Well, it's probably not reasonable that you have zero sugar, zero carbs, zero sweet treats. You're setting yourself up for failure. So be reasonable with yourself. Keep it a reasonable goal and then go for it. Remembering it's not about perfection. It's about progress. And yes, you can make progress during Thanksgiving time. The next tip is this, when you go and get your food, use a smaller plate. There's a lot of science behind this showing that the plate side hugely impacts our portion sizes. Why? Not in our stomach, but actually in our brain. If we see a small plate that looks like it's sort of stuffed with food, we think, whoa, okay, I may be pushing the limit. But if we take a larger plate and even leave some space on there, our brain says, we're probably depriving ourselves here. We uh, probably should be putting a little more on. And you tend to eat more with a larger plate. So use a smaller plate. 
Uh, fifth tip is this, John. Don't go into this meal ravenous. Okay, sort of some people say, I'm going to sort of save myself all day long for this big meal, save the calories. But then we eat thousands, literally thousands of calories of this one meal. It's way overwhelms our system. We can't handle it. and We feel lousy. So don't go in ravenous. Have maybe a small snack of nuts a couple hours ahead of time. Carb some of those neurohormones that are happening in our brain telling us we're starving, ravenous, and going to die if we don't eat. Get those under control early. You'll have a better meal. The last thing is this. Here's the last tip, and perhaps the biggest one. Remember, neither your happiness nor your joy comes from the food on the table, right? Uh, that doesn't come from there. The food doesn't make us joyful, right? It can affect our brain chemistry for sure, but the, the happiness, the joy comes from something else, not from the food on the table, but for the gratitude for the people that are around us, for the things God has done in our lives and continues to do, for the forgiveness we have in Christ. Those things are where our joy and our happiness and ultimately our thanksgiving comes from. So keep that on your focus in front of you during the day, before you sit at that meal, afterwards, remembering that meal is a blessing, but it's not the source of our joy. The gratitude for those around us and the blessings from the Heavenly Father are where it comes from. Thank you for joining us for this week's 5 Minutes to Health podcast with Dr. J. Scott Reese, founder of iFactor Health. Be sure to sign up for important health updates on drreese.com. And we'd love to hear from you on our Dr. J. Scott Reese page on Facebook. Facebook.